It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's TIP, man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. Breaking each other's hearts And we don't care cause we're so into deep Can't think about giving it up But I never knew love Would feel like a heart attack It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, June 30th. I'm Donald Ware. Hope you enjoyed the podcast on yesterday as we talked about Virginia Union with the head football coach at Virginia Union. Dr. Alvin Parker, we take it down the road a little ways, maybe about 20, 25 minutes or so to Petersburg, Virginia. In his fifth season as the head football coach of the Trojans is Reggie Barlow. In 2019, the Trojans finished the season 2019 as Coach Barlow joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach Barlow? I am good. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Glad to have you. You're always a, a great sport about this. Uh, we appreciate it. Now, we've been doing, look, we've been doing this. I, we've been doing this for like almost 15 years, going all the way back to your days at Alabama State, and I appreciate you. Um, you know, I, w- I want to start here. Man, you know, going back some couple of months ago, I know it had to be really tough for you. It was tough for the HBCU football community, the National Football League, with the uh, the passing of uh, Tavares Jackson, one of your former players um, at Alabama State, um, just, just talk about him and who he was and what you know he meant to you. Yeah, Tavares. Uh, <clears throat> we kind of took the same pattern. Obviously, I'm a little bit older than him, um, but we both grew up in the neighborhood, Ridgecrest neighborhood in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, we both went to the same middle school, Bellingraph. Uh, junior high, went to the same high school or near high school. And uh, then, of course, he went on to Arkansas, but he eventually came back to Alabama State after talking about my experience there and playing at home and stuff. So uh, our friendship, uh, brotherhood, it went from, um, from honestly me being a guy that, okay, here's a uh, uh, following this guy's footsteps type of deal. And then it went to um, – uh, me being a coach and then a mentor when he went to the NFL and to us just being like brothers um, after, uh, you know, doing his NFL career. And then, of course, after his NFL career and him taking on coaching and all that stuff. So um, he's going to be great at miss. I tell you, I think about him every day. Um, uh, he's a guy that I share a lot with in terms of talking football and uh, he had just gotten to coach and all that stuff. He's an amazing dad and uh, really, really just a guy that's gone too soon, but uh, we love him. We appreciate the time that we have in him, had with him, 
And, uh, of course, he'll always be our quarterback. Yeah, no question about it. You know, I look back at your team in 2019, another really good season, 8-2. and two. I mean, your only losses to Bowie State and then to Division One Norfolk State. Uh, as tough as the CIAA is, and really more specifically in the Northern Division, shouldn't Virginia State have been in the uh, playoffs in 2019? Yeah, that thing um... – Every year, it seems like I know my first year here, we were 9-2, and two, and we went and beat a good Tuskegee team on the road. We beat Lenore Ryan, and we beat some other people, but we didn't make it. And then last year, um, we were we were right there in the fifth spot um, for the most part up until the last week. And um, we had that, um, that uh, I forget what they call it, but, you know, you win your conference, you get a chance to go represent. So uh, that kind of knocked us out. And uh, yeah, another learning experience for us and our team that you just got to take care of all your business. I mean, this is a tough conference, CIAA. The North is extremely tough, but uh, we felt like uh, with the season that we put up and the wins that we had, the quality wins, also came to uh, Bowie, who was uh, ranked maybe uh, two or three uh, at the time. But uh, nevertheless, it didn't happen. Uh, we still proud of our guys the way they competed. and uh, we just Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no question about it. I mean, good season. So, Cordario Cook, he's he doesn't come back for you, right? He's exhausted his eligibility. Uh, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, yes. so who who right now? And and I know that like it's hard to say, right? So many things up in the air. You haven't had spring practice. If you did, maybe it was just for a few days or so because of COVID nineteen. But who who are some of the guys on the lookout for in two thousand twenty from the quarterback position? Yeah, so with our spring, we only had one day of spring practice and was really looking forward to it because we have a, a, a young quarterback, Waller, who's from the Richmond area. This guy's won four state championships at Highland Springs High School, so we want to really give him an opportunity to go through the spring. Jordan Davis is a guy that played in the backup role for us last year um, uh, when Cook uh, didn't play or whenever we had a significant lead. Uh, he was able to get some experience. Uh, there's Darius Price, another freshman quarterback that was on our team. And Tyrell Adams is a guy that transferred back uh, from another university. So we had we had some guys that had some numbers. And just like always, there's going to be uh, an additional uh, transfer junior college guy uh, that will come into the program. But yeah, as mentioned, uh, COVID uh, kind of changed things, and we didn't get a chance to, to see those guys. So uh, – It'll be a quick training uh, when we're allowed to make contact again. But Darius Hagens comes back for you, right? And I had a really good season. If you look at the numbers, 10 rushing touchdowns uh, in excess of 600 yards as a freshman last year, a guy that's from the Tidewater area. Yeah, Darius Hagens is a really good running back. I mean, this guy, um, he has a, the size, the speed. Uh, he had some explosive runs uh, last year for touchdowns. Um, you know, me being a former guy that coached on the FCS level, I mean, he's definitely a guy that could play on that level or higher. Uh, he catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's a big guy. So uh, we're excited about him coming back. Love his demeanor. Love his work ethic. He's a smart, sharp guy in the classroom. And uh, the sky's the limit for him. We're hoping to get him up in that 800 to 1,000-yard rushing uh, this upcoming season that offensive line, what that's going to look like in 2020? 
So our offensive line, um, obviously a line for a long time playing right tackle, um, All-American, All-Conference, uh, two, three years in a row. Uh, he's the one guy uh, that we'll, uh, we'll be losing uh, off the line. The rest of the guys have been center the last two years. And for undersized guy, he's a guy that changed positions from the defensive side of the ball to center, taught himself how to snap, and uh, he's been a kind of leader. Of the group, and then Zach Wilcox, our, our left tackle, uh, big kid, six six, um, has a lot of experience. Been a starter going on three years now. So uh, we have uh, we have some guys, uh, and then of course we have a uh, 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 kid, Matt Matt Foster, that transferred to us from Alabama State, six uh, six offensive lineman. So uh, we're hoping that he'll be able to take over that uh, uh, right tackle position. Reggie Barlow is the head football coach at. Virginia State. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Uh, one of the guys that, uh, I mean, you had uh, a pretty good defense, some guys that at least played well um, for you on the defensive side uh, of the football. And you had a, you know, a, a big defensive lineman uh, that played well. His name is Javon. His name is, his last name is escaping me right now. But, uh, you know, speak about him. He had 18 tackles for loss in 2019. Yeah, Javon Frazier is yep. uh he's a really good football player. He's uh, uh from this area, Richmond area. Um he's uh university out of uh out of high school, but we were happy to have him here. He's a mature guy. Um he you know, he's built and he's a strong defensive end. He can play the run well, he can rush the passer. Uh and well, our challenge to him is to get fifteen or more sacks this year. We talked about it. Uh, he understands our expectations, uh, but he's a solid football player. Uh, he'll be going his senior year, and we're uh, we're excited for him and hoping that he'll come out and uh, have a really explosive season. Uh, so our, we have a deep tackle, a Boateng, Kwame Boateng, an inside guy uh, that plays the game the right way. He's uh, explosive. Uh, he's a, probably about six feet, uh, 275, 80 pounds, but Real strong guy, uh, plays, plays the position the right way. Uh, we have uh, William Lulu, who was a start at linebacker for us last year that ended up getting hurt. Uh, but uh, prior to him being an all-conference uh, player, we're excited about getting him back. Um, Vincent Parker, starting uh, cornerback. Uh, he, he started for us for uh, the last two years. Uh, so uh, this will be his senior year. And then, of course, Will Adams, who uh, I believe will have an opportunity to uh, play on the next level, uh, excuse me, as well as some of the other guys. But uh, he's a free safety, long kid, can run, can cover, uh, extremely physical. and uh, Excelled in, especially when you played in the National Football League, uh, was, it was special teams, punt returning, et cetera. What does, you know, how are your special kick, uh, kicker, kick returner, punt returner, et cetera? Yeah, so we're excited about uh, our guys. I think our, our our two kickers, we used two of them. They made significant improvement last year. I was really impressed and proud of the way that they made themselves better. Uh, we don't always have the specialty coach uh, in terms of kicking the ball and all that stuff, but these guys uh, have done a real good job. Uh, Nick Wolfolk and Jesus Venezuela uh, has done a good job of getting themselves to where they need to be. Um, our uh, return game last year, uh, we had uh, Andre Jackson, a guy that uh, in the past few years, he's done a really good job. There's a few other guys uh, that we'll put back there as well. 
um, to to create that positive field position for us. Uh, we have uh, uh, two long snappers, which is you know having a good long snapper is always important. Uh, but the, the the depth of our team will really establish who we'll be uh, from a special team standpoint. Does how much does having a guy like a Trenton Cannon playing in the National Football League with the Jets? How has that helped you maybe in recruiting? Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, obviously, when you're recruiting these guys and you're able to say, uh, you just we just had a guy recent two, three years ago uh, that not only got drafted but uh, made the team. And uh, the connection, obviously, Trent's ability uh, got him drafted and allowed him to stay. But there's a connection with myself and their special team coordinator. Uh, Brent Boyer, who is a teammate of mine and a special team guy like me uh, when we were with the Jaguars and uh, just reached out to him and told him, say, hey, we got a guy that you know, he obviously can run kicks and stuff. He will be able to do punts uh, after some work and stuff. But uh, those type of relationships and, and, and being able to let guys know that uh, we've had guys at Virginia State as well as Alabama State. And then finally, you know, I, I'm – you know, and we appreciate the time. Obvious, well, as I'm sure you've heard uh, by now, uh, Bethune Cookman has left uh, the MEAC, Florida A&M, a couple of weeks ago. You look at uh, what um, North Carolina A&T uh, decided to leave uh, the first of February, and then Hampton going back uh, to 2017. That's that's a lot of exodus. You know, I look at a expertise that you have. I look at what you've been able to uh, put forth uh, from a football uh, perspective. I, I mean, have there been any talks about perhaps Virginia State, um, you know, making the move to FCS or Division One and perhaps joining the And what would your thoughts be on something like that? I mean, yeah, the question being raised uh, by a lot of people through social media and all that stuff, um, I think if the MEAC wants to maintain – uh, their conference and maintain um, you know, the, 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 I think it would be a good fit to have not just the Virginia State, but uh, Bowie and some of these other programs. I think uh, when you look at um, what these conferences want, I mean, you want a university that's going to uh, obviously have good student enrollment. We have that. Um, you know, you want a program that has good football, basketball, and uh, the other sports, volleyball and all, uh, we have all the sports. Uh, so, and then, of course, our leadership, our president, Dr. Abdullah, uh, he set the tone for uh, elite status here. Our director of athletics, Ms. Peggy Davis, has followed suit and, and uh, has done extremely well with bringing the right type of coaches in. As you mentioned, our facilities, our, our football stadium, uh, it's, a, it's a nice stadium and uh, holds a good bit of people that uh, would be able to enjoy the game. Our basketball arena is probably the best in all of Division Two football. I mean, Division Two basketball. I don't think there's another Division Two school that has a better basketball arena than uh, what we have here. And then, of course, our baseball field, our softball fields. Uh, we have it all. We have it all. And um, I'd, I'd love to have two uh, transition um, to the MEAC. But, of course, right now, CIAA representing, and uh, we're enjoying it. There you go. Reggie Barlow, again, in his fifth season as the head football coach at Virginia State, joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The Trojans open the season on uh, Saturday, September 5th at Norfolk State in that Labor Day Classic. 
as always, I appreciate you, Coach Barlow, and we look forward again to talking with you further in 2020. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. If you want to talk about anything that Reggie Barlow had to say, you can. As a matter of fact, if you want to talk about his thoughts on Tavares Jackson on the upcoming season for Virginia State, hit us up on Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. Follow while you're on Twitter and friend us on Facebook. Got to get ready to run. Don't forget, on tomorrow, we're going to stay in the CIAA's Northern Division. Talk with Josh Dean, the head football coach at Lincoln of Pennsylvania. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can download and listen at BoxToRow.com. Also, don't forget you can also listen via iHeartMedia and Apple Podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow.